My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. My birdie buddies, this special impromptu emergency edition of Fairway Rolling brought to you as always by our very good friends at Callaway Golf, makers of the Epic Flash Driver. Once again, my friends, Epic Flash is upon the leaderboard, leading the entire LPGA major event in France, the Evian, with the driver count and an Epic Flash Sub-Zero driver, one in the hands of the winner. Callaway continues to be the number one driver, and Epic Flash continues to be the number one driver model at every LPGA event this year. Epic Flash has also helped Callaway become the number one driver brand across the major worldwide tours this year. My par saving pals, today's emergency edition of Fairway Rolling also brought to us by Snap Kitchen. Snap Kitchen makes healthy eating easy. Their team of chefs and dietitians develop meals with well-sourced and high-quality ingredients and no gluten, artificial preservatives, or hormones. The result is fresh, delicious, balanced meals delivered right to your door that require zero cooking. You just heat it up and you eat it. You enjoy it. It's fun food with serious standards. Get started at snapkitchen.com and use promo code FAIRWAY to save $20 a week on your first four weeks. That's 80 bucks. Promo code F-A-I-R-W-A-Y. Snapkitchen.com. Hello, friends. Welcome to this golf podcast unlike any other. This is a special emergency edition. We're giving out player of the year because Brooks Kepka. He was matched up with Rory McIlroy. He was number one in the world against number three in the world. Brooks delivered the goods, which means we here at Fairway Rolling have an obligation 
to deliver the goods to you. I was in Memphis, Tennessee at the beginning of the week with Memphis native, native son, Chris Vernon. And we had to get Verno on the line to give us, we had to put the cherry on top of this beautiful golf Sunday. Let's jump on with Chris Vernon. All right, now on the line, a man that was there to witness the whole beautiful thing coming to us live from Memphis, Tennessee. What a blessed golf season. Chris Vernon, unbelievable. I have borne witness to the alpha. (laughs) Brooks Kepka in the flesh. And I don't know if you remember this, but Joe House, upon your arrival to Memphis, Tennessee, you texted me and said you were in town. And I said, well, certainly you must be hungry. We only have a limited amount of time to eat everything you possibly can. Let's meet up. And the first person you saw when you arrived at the restaurant was not me. It was a massive cardboard cutout of Brooks Kepka. This is true. <laughs> Which you took a picture with. <laughs> and I was looking back through my photos and oh. I thought it was destiny. Ha, it ha, was that, destiny. Here's the thing, Verno. Here's how dumb we are. Know it with that omen. That omen, <laughs> like it was barely, it wasn't even a, a full hour that I had been in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> Why didn't we immediately pull up the odds and bet Brooks Kepka right then and there? Well, luckily, by the time the pairings were announced, it was maybe the greatest thing that's ever happened. So while last week on Fairway Rolling, I jumped all over you. Deservedly. In the British Open, you talked me out of Brooks Kepka versus Rory McIlroy. I did it. But, he, but here we are in Memphis, Tennessee, round one. Brooks Kepka versus Rory McIlroy. Round two. Brooks Kepka versus Rory McElroy. Round four, Brooks Kepka versus Rory McElroy. I mean, it was, hey, listen, you must be living right because I'm jumping on you. I'm talking how I'll never forgive you. When is this going to get to happen again? And then the literally the, the event that is in my hometown, three out of the four rounds, not only was that the matchup, giving us the opportunity to take Brooks Kepka over Rory McIlroy, but I followed them all three of those days. Oh. I went out of my way. Oh, it was, it was, so the, 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 the pairing for rounds one and two, for those that did not watch, one of the groups was Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, and Jason Day. All right. Bam. Bam. The group that was directly in front of them for Thursday and Friday of the tournament was Jordan Spieth, Matt Kuchar, and Justin Rose. So I would consistently jump up two holes ahead of these guys, and I would get to watch all six guys play. And then I'd run back ahead. All what a six strategy. Guys do it again. Oh, Look it at, think about all those majors that you have across those six oh, players. It was incredible. Because I've never, you know, I've always, I don't know what your experience is about live events. I have always, you know, uh, I've been blessed in that 
typically when the event comes here, there's somebody that knows somebody. It's a big, small town. And I typically get tickets into one of the air-conditioned, you know, beautiful venues that they have all over the course. So it might be in the St. Jude box, or it might be in the FedEx box, or it might be in a myriad of places all around the course. And so I'll go watch a little golf and then I'll be like, all right. And then I'll go into one of the air conditioned place. And that's kind of how I've experienced it. And sometimes, you know, I'll make sure I'm keeping up on TV, but it's usually hotter than hell. And I ain't trying to walk around a course all day. And this was the first tournament, I think, in my life that I have spent the entire tournament and I had tickets. I gave them away to the air condition and I walked the course the entire time. And I'd never, you know, I've always been one of those that's like, it's great to watch it on TV. And it is great to watch it on TV. It just so happened that the groups, I was so fortunate because the groups were the way they were. Who do you want to see the most anyway? So I was going to get to see every Kepka shot, every Rory shot, every Jason Day shot, you know, in the first couple of days. And then obviously in this final round today, I could watch those two guys. I mean, what it was like, it was like the opportunity of a lifetime, honestly. And it was so good. Yeah, the golf gods really were shining down on Memphis this week because, you know, it had the potential because of just the, sh- the scheduling and the fact that so many of the guys competing this week were flying directly over from Northern Ireland. Like 30-some-odd guys got on a charter, a FedEx charter, Sunday night and flew overnight uh, down to Memphis directly. And, you know, but the combination of just that that jet lag effect and the possibility of that hot Memphis weather getting cooking. But, you know, the guys bounced back um, pretty quickly. And the weather we had, I was there for it. We had thunderstorms Sunday. We had thunderstorms Monday. But by Tuesday, another round of thunderstorms. But it had the effect of cooling it all out. Everything yes. was chill, bro. So yeah. you got to walk around on Thursday and Friday the weather down there was absolutely lovely. And what you're describing in terms of having this mega star power in the, in the threesomes, that is exactly the intended effect of the WGC format. It's the top 50 players in the world, plus guys that have played on the Ryder Cup, plus guys you know who, who have um, won in, in some international events. So they really try hard to build fields that are representative of, of the world stage. And you, you got, I mean, at least you got double digit majors in, in two groups just by, by virtue of, of your little strategy there, because of how they were all matched up there. Uh, you, you, you caught, you know, uh, 10, 10 majors worth of players there. Well, and for today, it is the first time ever that Rory McIlroy and Brooks Kepka have been in a final group together. So, I mean, I, listen, no disrespect to uh, Fitzpatrick, but I'm sitting there on Saturday and I'm like, do not screw this up. <laughs> I do not like, because I don't want to be bouncing around. By that we mean Matt Fitzpatrick, just be average, please. No, no offense. Look, look, I mean, I'm like, do not bird, do not birdie 17, do not birdie 18. <laughs> like, because the last thing on earth is you want to see him getting the number. And yeah. so those guys are split. Right. Right. So it ended up being Fitzpatrick and I believe Leishman. Yeah. And then there was and then ahead of them 
was John Rahm, yeah. who was doing some big things. Yeah. Um, he certainly had moments, so it was interesting. Uh, there were so many people. I mean, thousands and thousands of people, and you can only imagine the amount that were following that group. But if you would run up, so I would run up and, and try to get ahead and get up on a hill so that I could see somebody finishing a hole and then the second shot of of whatever group was behind them. And so I saw Rom make some pretty great moves on the scoreboard there for a minute. And then Fitzpatrick, he had, I mean, he had an unbelievable eagle on 16. I actually caught two guys doing it. The first one was Bubba Watson. Yeah. Hits his second shot from the fairway. He puts it, you know, they put the, the tabulation up on the jumbotron yes. behind the green. It said three feet, 10 inches. You know what? What? Well, I, I, I had that measurement also. That's how <laughs> I was watching all that money in my wallet. If it oh. all went out three feet, yes. 10 inches to the, to the bookie. Because yes. I had Justin Thomas going up against <laughs> Bubba. And on 16, Bubba just shut the door. Okay, you could probably blame me for that one a little bit. But <laughs> all right, I, I, the magic of the St. Jude shoes uh, was not enough to take down Bubba Watson. No, you know what? And Bubba really tried his his hardest. He he hit two balls in the water on 18. I know, but Justin I know. couldn't make, make a putt all day. So he, he Thomas was not up to it. Okay, but not to, I mean, not to be outdone. Matt's, Matt Fitzpatrick, just a few groups later, he stands up in the fairway on 16. It's a par five. Hits it. House, it, it on the on the board, I checked. I was like, is, the, is that right? Because I he had marked his ball already by the time I ran up there. It said two feet, two inches <laughs> from the hole. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So at that point, he eagles that. And it's just... and. I, I tell you this on the back nine, Kepka gave Rory opportunities. A hundred percent. He gave You're him opportunities. And because he is just an overwhelming alpha, well, <laughs> who, who just, he's got this swag. That is the one thing, you know, I don't know if it comes off on TV. This guy, it, like, you feel it coming off of him. He's walking his friggin' posture's unbelievable his chest is out like he just looks like he like i mean he looks intimidating in the sense that he he has this aura of confidence that is just like it, it just beams off this guy and you see him walking around and you're up close next to him and then you even see his reactions to things versus other guys reactions to things and he is so cool. And obviously, the friggin' guy, he showed up 40 minutes before his round today. So let I me, mean, I want to, I'll tell you about that. I watched his press conference afterwards. He said that's not that uncommon for him. He says he does not on Sundays show up at venues much before 55 minutes before he's, his tea time. And this week, it turns out he, he, he talked about it at the press conference. He was a little under the weather, he was feeling kind of sick. Uh, all week and they asked him about it and he said you know what people show up to work sick all the time all i had to do was hit a golf ball he said he was saving his energy he he all he did was putt and and uh and do some short game stuff i saw him in the bunker he said you know by sunday generally he doesn't even feel like he needs to hit balls and he said because of the conditions today um uh, it being hot out there and you know he he knows this golf course he says this is potentially his favorite golf course on tour that they play. So that the press conference today, but he said, 
you know, I didn't, I don't need to go waste energy hitting balls. I need to, he, he needed to save that uh, energy. So it, it was both a flex to show up 45 minutes. He, he acknowledged and, and the media folks were saying like, people started to get a little worried. Like it's 45 minutes. Where the hell is Brooks? Anybody said, you know, that's, 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 that's my thing. I wanted to ask you, you, you just gave us that rundown on, on the body language, um, which is so, uh, intriguing. What was the crowd like? Was the crowd a hundred percent rooting for Brooks over Rory no, or was it split? No. Like ha, ha, what was the vibe like? No, I think Rory is the more popular. Wow. I think so. I think that's probably true. I think people wanted Rory to do great. Think maybe more familiar Think, uh, I mean, listen, there's a, well, he's a been great of, longer. Hey, you know what I mean? Rory's been has, around longer. He has, he's been great longer. Um, they feel like that, you know I mean? There's an awareness of him. Um, I think that there was a, I think people wanted him to do great. They wanted him to do, listen, listen, house. There's a lot of betas in this world. <laughs> there sure are a lot of bees and, and you got your was, a's and your b's Murdo. that's that's what it was they they see themselves in rory <laughs> wow they don't see themselves in brooks kepka old yeah old right Jen is walking down the side walking down the sidelines watching him yeah they're like can i can i get that girl no nah, i can't get no. that girl <laughs> no there's nothing they they're they have nothing in common with Brooks Kepka. And I have always been one of those where it's, I look at these guys like that and it's kind of like rich people, right? There's some people that sit around and they bitch about rich people all day. Right. Whereas I always wanted to be rich, right? Like I don't bitch about them. That's what I want. And so I look at guys like Brooks Kepka and I go, God, how awesome. <laughs> like this guy, yeah. right? I don't, I don't sit there and resent him. I sit there and like envy him. Like, can you imagine? Like this guy's got so so much swag, and he's so good at golf. And, well, I mean, come on, yeah. He's got the, the, you should. Did they show the girl on TV? Which I mean, one? She has she has a skin tight Nike. Oh, yeah, they showed hey, her. Yeah, they a, showed her. Hey, it's a black Nike Air dress. I'm oh, like, my. he's got his homegirl in the sponsor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know is, that. You know that. Of course. Oh, what? No, Nike, but I mean, you think Nike's going to miss that opportunity? Uh, all I'm telling you is, how many times you've seen. I don't know. You you ain't ever seen Amy Mickelson in a KMPC <laughs> shirt. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. I want to do a couple, a few superlatives. So this was Brooks's first World Golf Championship, uh, and the, he was the first winner on tour this year. This is a stat from our homie Justin Ray. Brooks is the first winner on tour this year uh, to lead the field in both scrambling and strokes gained putting. Now, let me tell you a, a stat. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, Brooks had 18 putts between 5 and 10 feet. How many of those 18 putts do you think he made, Verno? Between 5 and 10? Yeah, between 5 and 10 feet. So, And he had a bunch of those today. He's like par-saving putts from yeah. like 6 feet, 8 feet. You know, he had a couple. I would be shocked if the number is any lower than 15. Well, very, very well done. He was 17 of 18 between That's five crazy. and 10 feet. Well, I mean, uh, look, you know why? I mean, I'm only saying that because I was there. I yeah. can't rem I can't remember. I'm R Rory missed a gang of them. So this is the difference. Rory putted poorly today. He putted great yesterday. He Rory went 62, uh, 71, I think. And Brooks, hold on. I'll pull this up right now. Brooks just went 
64-65. And the difference was 100% the, the, the putting. It was all, all putting. Rory, on the front nine, made barely 20 feet worth of putts after, after making like 150 feet of putts on, on Saturday. So that, that well, was that the was, difference. That was, that was Rom's thing, too. Rom, in that opening round, he made every putt. I mean, every putt. He opened the tournament eight under. He he was eight under in the first day. I mean, he was, I think that night was like minus 170 or something to win the tournament. Yeah. I mean, that's how good he was putting. And it's interesting you say that about the, what would you say? It was five to 10 feet. Five to 10 feet was the range that Brooks absolutely killed it from. I read something recently. Uh, this is maybe maybe a day into the tournament or right before the tournament um, because it was, the context was Dustin Johnson has been great here. He's won twice. Um, he's played amazing on this course. In fact, he won it last year. But, the, but it said, hey, maybe you don't want to count too much on him because this year on tour, and I found this shocking, maybe that's the – I'd have to go deeper into the numbers, but all I know is this one – and they said he was like 185th on tour this year at putts four to eight feet. You know, like you're telling me that Brooks Kepka was like 98% yeah. from that. I mean, and so even, even with shorter parameters, that has what be, has befell Dustin Johnson, a guy who I think was, uh, you know, certainly one of the big favorites coming into this weekend and was never really heard from in a serious manner, same kind of deal. You know, I mean, he four putted uh, one of the first four holes in on Thursday for good, and then scrambled back to get a reasonable number by the end of the day. Um, but yeah, that's really bothered him this year. And I don't know. It's it's interesting, right? Because how can you it, like these guys? They sometimes you'll watch them. You know that Dustin Johnson's going to go can go on a run where he makes 98% of them, but that's I was just not where he it. is this. That's just not where he is this season. His ball striking stunk too. I mean, he had a chance. He birdied, uh, I think it was number two, and then you come up to number three, which is that par five where most guys have 200 or less in, and he had, I think he was right at 200 yards, and he pulled out, I don't know, a six iron and smacked that son of a bitch right into the water. And bogey the <laughs> bogey the par five, and I'm like, well, okay, that's it. Uh, you know, the he's not going to go on a run. You can't bogey. There's only two par fives on the golf course. So, uh, not for something happened with DJ. I'd be interested to see. You know, it's not a coincidence. It doesn't seem that he uh, parted ways with Claude Harmon the third, and his high school coach uh, or college coach has had a prominent role with him. All season, I mean, his whole career had, you know, more of a prominent role. I don't know what what happened with, with him at, since the PGA. I'll tell you this on the flip side, uh, Kepka on, and I posted this picture um, on Wednesday morning. You know how early, because I was picking you up at the hotel and you were doing the shows with me during the week. Yes. I mean, I was out there before 7 a.m., on Wednesday morning, all right? And that's a day where, like, guys can get in a practice round or something if they want to. And when I walked up to the course, there was one player there, one. And I'm talking for a long time. And it was Brooks Kepka. 
He's yep. the only one. And guess what he was doing, House? Putting. putting. That's putting. right. That's I right. I mean, and so I think he comes off as one of these guys that's just, I don't really care about golf and what's what's the point? Just get up there and hit the damn thing. You know, it's a it's a freaking golf ball. Just, you know, just get up and hit it and whatever else. Um, but like I think I think he comes off like it's a na- like just natural like he's just a natural, but I think he's fooling everybody because I am telling you I was there and there was one player there at seven a.m. seven a.m. he's out there and he's out there grinding that's exactly yes. right you know what I'm saying like he doesn't want you to know that he's working harder than everybody else. All right, quick break. Want to tell you about our pals at ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy. You only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash rolling. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at the exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Roland. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-O-L-L-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com Slash Roland ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Birdie buddies, this episode of Fairway Rolling also brought to you by our great pals at Destination Kohler in Kohler, Wisconsin, home of Whistling Straits, Black Wolf Run, and the 2020 Ryder Cup. It is the first public course in a generation to host the Ryder Cup. And Golf Digest has all four of the Pete Dye-designed Kohler courses ranked in the top 100 of America's public courses. Those are the courses you can play. Meadow Valleys at Black Wolf Run features one of the most visually stunning holes at Destination Kohler. Number 14, Nature's Course, is a par four that features Wisconsin nature at its finest, along with a railroad car bridge. That's a signature of homeboy Pete Dye. The best in the world are coming to take on the Destination Kohler. You should, too. Gather yourself a group of 12 or more birdie buddies. And the PGA pros at Destination Kohler are going to help you arrange a customized tournament-style experience complete with Ryder Cup-inspired add-ons. My Eagle Enthusiast rounds for this summer are still available. It's only in July. You can keep on playing all the way up until October out there in, in, in Wisconsin, if not beyond. 2020 rounds are open as well. It's time to get rolling to DestinationKohler.com to book your golf package today. That's DestinationKohler.com. Here we are now, Sunday evening, and he led the whole field in putting. And he yep. led the whole field in, in short game. And what did he do when he got to the golf course today, 45 minutes early? Worked on his putting, worked on his short game. So I think he kind of uh, is is tuned into what what you know he needs to, to work on and what's going to uh, differentiate him, what's going to separate him 
from the field. He he acknowledged in his press conference that he is just on an incredible roll and how in control he feels uh, uh, of kind of everything. They made a point in the press conference of, you know, uh, uh, reminding him that he won four and a half million bucks today because not only did he win the WGC event, but he also uh, sewed up the Wyndham Rewards, which is this new uh, $2 million uh, uh, reward that you receive for uh, ending the season with the most FedEx Cup points. And so he's got that locked up. And then he's, uh, there's like one mathematical possibility on this Aeon Risk Reward Challenge, which is a season-long challenge. They pick one hole uh, every every uh, event, every venue, and the, the best performance on those holes over the course of the season. That's a whole nother million-dollar reward, I think. He won that sucker too. Alex, Alex Norn may catch him. By the way, speaking of Alex Norn, I want to give a quick shout out to our good friends at Callaway Golf, makers of the Epic Flash. Alex Norn put into his bag, Verno, a brand new Epic Flash fairway wood, a 13 and a half degree. He replaced his Rogue 3 wood. I know you have a Rogue driver. I'm trying to get you into the Epic Flash driver. We'll work on that. But Alex Norn was on the bubble for potentially having to go out and work for his card. But because he, he ended up tied 12th today with that Epic Flash 3-wood, Flash Face technology, Face Cup, Jailbreak, all more distance for all kinds of players, you and me included, uh, Norin managed to lock up his his card today. So shout, shouts to, to Alex Norin. For and the reason that he made this, you know, he's not in the top fifty right now because he hit kind of a, a a dead spell along the way. I think he had a minor injury as well, but he's he made this event because he was on the Ryder Cup last fall, and then he came in and, and validated it by finishing tied twelve. So I had to give that that little shout out to Norin there. How perfect! Um, you know, I I will say this because you had asked me earlier about the Rory and Brooks thing. I don't want to act like. Brooks Kepka didn't have people cheering for him or fans, right? Because that that is true. And over the course of the past couple of days, you know, you were talking about how much he loves Memphis. And Memphis is one of those cities that's got a chip on its shoulder. It, you know, I always say, if you love Memphis, Memphis will love you back. And no, I mean, this guy, they, they should sign him up for the Convention of Visitors Bureau because he just on and on about St. Jude and yeah. about FedEx and about how much that place has changed his life and about how this is one of his favorite places to go on the entire tour. I mean, you say that kind of stuff in a town, right, that already is sitting there, you know, you know what I mean? Like people people say whatever they want to say um, because it's not a huge market. It's not, right, they're coming from uh, people are watching Royal Portsmouth, you know, last week. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, Port, now yeah, they're Port, going to Memphis, you know, Port, like Port Rush. I know it. Yeah. And, and, or yeah, Port Rush. And so now you see the, you, you, I, I think you see him every time he was in front of a microphone for, you know, the five to seven days he was here. He was talking up the course. He was talking up the city. He was talking up St. Jude. And there is nothing that can make you more beloved than that. Nothing except. I mean, and 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 obviously he was friggin' awesome. He well, was think, at peak think of about this. The, the, we're together tonight because you know he won Player of the Year. He locked it up. It ain't even. Yes. There's no reason to talk about Player of the Year any further. He's got it. He's won back to back Players of the Year. But I think if you just look back 12 months ago, 13 months ago, 
he has been a revelation both in terms of the quality of his golf and grabbing that. You, I mean, we we we're just. I don't know how many texts you sent me. The alpha is in the house. He's there. the alpha has arrived. But how about this? He's also uh, gotten very comfortable in his own skin behind a microphone. And he's been very forthcoming and he keeps showing this emotional intelligence. What you just described in terms of him relating to the people of Memphis and, and, you know, showing them uh, his own appreciation and, you know, putting out to the world, his own affinity for the place. That's, that's very classy. And I'm not, I'm, I I don't believe it's cynical in any way, shape or form. He looks like a totally earnest, Totally, yes. you know, he's doing it because it's in his heart. And look, and I'm gonna tell you this: you know, you know how you know it's earnest is because he was saying this kind of stuff. You know, when he made his big St. Jude visit was 2017. That's two years ago. I told you I went to the tournament last year, and I went, uh, I I went and watched uh, Brooks Kepka. I went and followed along. He was not like in. He, he was not like one of the major guys that everybody was following. And I say this to tell you that when I went out to follow him, I went to go seek him out on the course. It was me, Jenna, and about eight other people. <laughs> That's like, right. I, mean, I, was ri- I was right next to the guy. That is a year ago, House. Yeah. That's a year ago. One year ago, I walked up and am one of eight people watching him tee off on the Island Green at 11. And then within a year's time, there were tens of thousands. It was packed. Following. It looked great on television. I mean, it Uh, was, it was, I mean, you know, when people say throngs, I mean, it was, you just had to like, you just had to try to find a spot. And luckily Southwind has a ton of hills. So you can, as long as you can get to one of the top of the hills, then you can see the fairway. You could see the green. Um, So I'm just, I'm running down to get to the next big hill that I can get up on so I can see the next shot or that I can, or if I could try to get up against the ropes where I think they're going to hit it. Cause I do, I do know, know the course pretty well, but I'm just telling you a year ago you, and, and it's so weird how a year can change this because guess what there's last year. I mean, it was like there was nobody on the course. Mm. Um, I remember being because I was in 18. I was in a box on 18 and you would see like, you know, people scattered here and there. And when Dustin Johnson came up 18, every single person at that course. Now, he was, of course, in the final group, but still they they all went from Phil Mickelson to Dustin Johnson. That's who everybody if you weren't following one you were following the other unless they were like a relative <laughs> you know well, we, like that's who drew the crowds and now this year phil mickelson was done before i even got out to the course this morning practically yeah and uh and dustin johnson it was like i mean i'm sure he still had people but i promise you it was nothing like what these guys had this afternoon. That was insane. This was the heavyweight bout. I mean, we yes. weren't going to get number one in the world against number three in the world. Now, again, we have been incredibly lucky this entire golf season. And, and, you know, part of why I'm, I'm, I'm now on this corner of loving the, the, the way the schedule plays out. Um, we had, uh, in the final two groups at the masters, Tiger Woods and Brooks Kepka and, you know, uh, uh, 
Tony Finau. You know, there there was they were playing in threesomes, but we had great names at the Masters. We had Dustin Johnson and and, and Brooks Kepka. You know, one group apart where they could definitely. You know, Brooks was hearing the roars as DJ was making his charge at the PGA Championship at the U.S. Open. Brooks was one group ahead of Gary Woodland, so Gary was was definitely hearing what was going on. And then at this WGC event, we had Rory and Brooks mano y mano coming on down. Let's let's just get it on. One stroke separated them when the day started. Now you and I did have a point of view on this. <laughs> this yeah, I Rory do wanna, versus I, Brooks. I, well, I do want to thank the uh, Vegas odds makers. Yeah. You should see my list of thank yous. I had made a whole list of thank yous. The last one, you go ahead and get your thank you out. It's the same one. I have it right here. I'm looking at it. I mean, putting him plus 175 when he is one stroke off the lead and tied with Rory McIlroy. I'll tell you this. I almost think that this is how crazy this is. Oh, and, and oh, we do need to put this as a side. The other great thing about this is that Brooks Kepka went and won and grabbed it by the nuts that wasn't a major. That's right? right. Because you want him to, you want him to be the guy that when he's in an event, it's like, oh, watch out for this dude. Well, right. He, and he and the, showed, and I know it's a WGC event and there's more money on the line and whatever else, but it was not a major. It does not go in that category no, of a, a he, major you've won. It's a it's a tournament that you've won. He won three times this year, and two two events were not majors. He had right. one major win and two non major wins. Right. So the the Vegas bookmakers, like I mean, I've talked about this virtually uh, the entire season. If he's paired with Matt Fitzpatrick, I feel less confident about it. Oh, that's funny. Okay. I'm not kidding. Not me. Matt Fitzpatrick, and and I adore his golf game. No, I'm just saying. But he I looks like know. he's 16 years old. I and, think uh, I think Brooks would have showed up an hour and a half before. <laughs> I think <laughs> I th- I think he would have, you know, I, I just don't think it gets the juices flowing like it. He knew he you better believe he knew it I, was him versus Rory, and he was going to rip his heart out. I, End of story. I have to agree with you. I just can't I mean, come up with a – it went exactly according to form. I mean, you put out on, on Twitter, uh, you know, how much you were licking oh, your chops insulting. last night. It was insulting. And a lot it of people – you know, there was a lot of Rory uh, uh, Rory truthers out there, and oh. I'm not sure where they're coming from, and, and, and I don't mean to uh, – Ireland. <laughs> I guess I'm not going to get, I'm not trying to say a bad thing. I like, um, uh, Jason Sobel, uh, the action network who, you know, pointed out a bunch of, uh, stats that supported Rory coming into this. And I looked at the whole thing and I was like, you know what? There is no chance that Rory McIlroy is beating Brooks Kepka. I mean, you can go through the stats and all of it. It just ain't going to happen. No. And, and it was three days of it. I mean, every time. Well, no, no. now I no, was no, saying no. Rory beat him on Saturday. No, they 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 pushed. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rory Rory shot sixty two on Saturday. Oh, 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 no, no, no. They weren't a matchup. I'm sorry, they were not a matchup. Yeah, that's right. They were okay, not so a matchup in that. That that you're yeah, right, right. So they were not a matchup on Saturday. Yeah, they were because they were in the same group on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Yeah, they were a matchup bet. Yes, and it was never like you see some of these matchup bets, and like one of them. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was like Saturday. 
you know, you'll catch like, you know, like we were talking about Justin Thomas versus Bubba Watson. And you may have to lay 155 on Thomas um, until the odds kind of get beat down a little bit. But like you were never having to lay more than 125. I, I, so he beat, he beat Rory. He shot 68 on he Thursday. He pushed Friday then. He pushed Friday. Yep. He beat him yep. on Thursday. They pushed on Friday. Rory beat him on Saturday. And then Brooks just went ahead yeah. and took care of the and business. Saturday, and Saturday, I can't remember who Rory's matchup was, but obviously he won that. And Kepka, I don't, I don't, I don't recall who they were placed with on. Oh, the, yeah, on, that's right. Yeah, right. Because they weren't in the same group. No, they were not that's, in the same group. That's right. So that doesn't count. Right. That doesn't count. No. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. they were they were the actual matchup bet because a lot of times they'll put them at like the beginning of the tournament yeah right before they're even matched up so you can just bet the best guys versus the best guys who's gonna win um but in this particular one it was a matchup bet because they were in the same group for three days yes um and I mean, that one today, that's, come on, give me a break. He's one back. I texted you. I told you he'll have this flipped by four. He did. <laughs> it wasn't even close. And and then on six, he nailed about a 25-footer. Yes. And I was like, all right, let's go home. <laughs> because, well, I mean, you just, you like, you can't, you can't withstand that. Like, if this guy's going to knock down 25-footers, too, and, you know, like, it, I don't know how to explain this to people. Like, it's... It is different. Like, it's not the huge fist pump or something like that, but, like, he makes it, and then he's just, like, again, like, pokes out his chest. All yeah, you know what that like, is. It's like, that, yeah, it's like, that he's BBE. Like, it's that Big Brooks energy. Yes, and he's like, yo, you like that shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, he's well, like, that's how, that's how you feel. Like, that's th- there is a weird thing that happens with him when something good happens and it is is so like it feels so dominating you know what i mean like 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 you 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 have no chance versus me and and you know if you're if you're any kind of regular human being and i i know rory is you're sitting there going like oh shoot but that's what i was gonna say he didn't make rory miss those putts Rory hit yes, the ball does. better. Yes, but that's, he does. He, that's, where he that, looked, that's right. That's he, the point. He, he looks at him, and Rory knows he's a lesser man. Just That's the way it is. It's just the way it is. You, you right. ever been around a guy like that that just looks at you, and you're like, geez, yeah. this guy. This, like, I am not this guy. Like, well, this Verno, guy, it's got it all I'm, over me. I, I got you up late. I, we have to give out a bunch of thank yous for yeah, an yeah, incredible yeah. week. Uh in Memphis. Before we get to the thank yous, I want to give a quick shout out. There was an alternate, there was an opposite field event this week. You know, the WGC only had 64 players in the field. So there was the regular PGA tour was out in Reno and I'll be gosh darn. If we didn't get another one of these young college kids coming out and kicking ass, he's been, he served notice Colin Morikawa who lost to Matthew Wolf, uh, on the 18th hole. They both had chances at Eagle Wolf made his and Morikawa, Barely missed his. Morikawa pulled it down today. So now Colin Morikawa is inside the top 50 going into the playoffs. Two kids playing college two months ago, Verno. 
he they, he's oh, played God. six six pro hey. starts and now he's 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 on the playoffs, the FedEx it, playoffs. Tell me this kid doesn't go to Oklahoma State too. <laughs> no, I don't I don't remember where Colin oh, okay. went. I don't remember. Okay. But he was okay. in those he was playing in those championships. I mean, oh, this, you this know crop. what? Is that the one that is that the one that had the uh oh no, it wasn't Matt. Who was the one cuz Hovland had the run in two of them where he put up like best amateur scores yeah, that have been put up. Hovland right? won low amateur at both the Masters and the U.S. Open. Yeah, is this kid Stanford maybe? What, Colin what, what? Morikawa is Stanford. I think you're absolutely right. Okay. I think I remember that thinking about the the Tiger connection. Um, but they uh, the other thing is that Wolf kid, he's Oklahoma State. And yep. then... Uh, and then Hovland is Oklahoma State. Yes. I mean, it's been a hell of a run. And they have that documentary on the Golf Channel. It's been a hell of a run for Swinging Pete. Well, these kids, <laughs> yeah, Swinging Pete is, is pulling these Pete. kids. They're, they're, they're showing up ready, Verno. I mean, they're serving notice. Uh, wow. I was lucky enough. I asked, uh, and I, I we're going to do our, our thank yous now, but I sat down and had fried chicken with Danny Willett. Um, it, the fried chicken did not turn into to a top ten for him. I'm hard, I'm sad to report. <laughs> he didn't eat it, did he? Well, Gus's world famous fried chicken did not translate to a uh, to a, a world top ten performance. But he did have the chicken, so that was good enough. But I asked Danny, you know, what he thinks about the, these group of kids. Um, and he's just he, he's he's he was speechless because they're 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 coming in so ready, so uh, um, prepared, so fearless. They're just playing fearless golf already. But let, let's do some thank yous, Verno. I got to thank you first and foremost for being an incredible host, having me down to Memphis. I was so charmed by Memphis. We had uh, a bunch of incredible meals together. Everybody that I came in contact with was so friendly. That Southern hospitality on full display the whole time. So thank you to the city of Memphis. Thank you to the Memphis Grizzlies. We got an incredible few hours with uh, the GM, Zach Kleiman, and the president of, of the Grizzlies, uh, Jason Wexler. Wexler, my boy Wex, who's who's up from from uh, just outside the, the DMV here. He, he's yeah. an M. He's, 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 he's got a Baltimore connection. I, I have to thank your daughter for get, going to sleep <laughs> nice and early for us tonight so we could get together <laughs> for this. I'm, I'm thanking Lexi at Callaway. We had a great time with her. She helped us uh, all, all around Memphis with the picks and, and also have never been in a golf truck. And Lexi enabled uh, me to get into the Callaway truck. You were there with me for the first time ever. I had never been on site to see where those players go to get everything tweaked and fixed before uh, a tournament ever even starts. And that was incredibly fascinating. Like when we walked in there, they had just redone the grips for Sergio Garcia. Um, and they were talking about some of the other tweaks that guys wanted to get done before the tournament. But I didn't even understand necessarily the way that all worked with the truck coming there at the beginning of the week. And then they're gone for they're the gone. weekend. They, yeah, make, then they're they make the tweaks and then they're out. Yeah, it's it was it was incredible to get to see that up close and personal and see... I mean, those are master craftsmen who are responsible for the tools of guys that are playing for millions of dollars. And so that's, it's serious business. That's absolutely right. I mean, uh, that that's a shout out. I think that's our boy, uh, Mike Flynn. Is that who who hosted us in there? I, bu I believe it was Mike. Yeah, that was that was a, a unbelievable tour that he gave us. And then I'm going to thank the Chris Vernon show for having me on for a couple of days there. Oh, we, the we, we enjoyed ourselves Monday and Tuesday. Got to talk to the tournament director. 
I, yeah. I I know he's happy, right? Oh my God! Did you I see mean, him? Have you yes. heard from him yet? Good, good grief! Of course, yes. I see, I saw Daryl uh, throughout the entire tournament. In fact, I texted him last night, and I'm like, I mean, you want to talk about living right? Because I mean, yeah. when that pops up, that it's going to be Kepka and Rory. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have all of these guys in the field. It's quite another to have them going head to head. I mean, it's the first time. You got to remember, this is the first time that Memphis has ever had an event like this. Like, I think, you know, you might like say like last year or maybe the year before one of these odd years, you're talking maybe like two, three of the top 50 players. It was just not an event that, you know, it would be great when Dustin Johnson came. But like I told you, Phil Mickelson was getting crowds. I mean, Daniel Berger won it two years in a row prior yeah. to Dustin Johnson. Sure. Um, Daniel Berger can't even play in this this time. That's how good the field is. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. And so you might get, you know, a couple guys here and there, but to get the field that they did and then have it play out the way that it did with the best golfer in the world playing the best and going heads up against one of, I mean, certainly you would have to say it just in terms of sheer fame. I think, I think, I mean, Phil, Phil is still the most famous. But I would say Rory is probably second, wouldn't you? I oh, mean, if, if if Tiger's not in the event, yes, T- Tiger's say, number one by by five hundred yeah, miles. Yeah, but, but but the maximum amount of people could name this guy. Yeah, I think probably Rory, maybe Dustin, Dustin Johnson. Well, Rory's been like we said. Rory's been better longer. You know what I mean. Yeah. Rory's right. got four majors. So yes, uh, and he's been doing it since you know 2010, 2011. That's coming up on a full decade now. So I'm yeah. I, I I was initially surprised when you said you know the fans were were pretty supportive of him. Oh, but hey, look, our man of the hour, the alpha is in the house. Brooks Kepka, the coronation is appropriate. He is the player of the year, Verno. My thanks to you for coming on this impromptu edition of Fairway Rolling. We'll be back in a couple of weeks when the playoffs get going. We'll be looking for some matchups to take advantage of. Thank you, my brother. Let us always get Brooks Kepka versus Rory McIlroy. <laughs> <laughs> my kid's going to college. Your kid's going to college. Send him to college. Thanks, Brooks. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.